All right. The Ambulance Act hasn't been updated since 1990, and it only allows paramedics to take patients to the hospital. So you call 911. uh, They send an ambulance or paramedics to you, and they have to take you to the hospital. They can't kind of treat and release. So this is an interesting story here. Uh, Globalnews.ca has gotten wind of the fact that the Ontario government may let paramedics take patients to facilities other than emergency rooms. And it would be a big change. The Liberals originally looked at uh, changing the act back in uh, 2017, but that didn't come to fruition. I'm not sure why, but we have Christine Elliott, the health minister on the line with us right now. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Thanks very much, Kelly. What is the province proposing here? Well, we're proposing that uh, municipalities, once this uh, process is put in place, will have the ability to um, direct paramedics when they're um, receiving a 911 call to not necessarily automatically deliver a person to hospital because that might not be the best place for them. It might not be where their needs will be answered. And of course, you know, we have a big problem with hallway health care right now, too. So we're trying to achieve several goals with these changes that will allow paramedics to take people to different locations if they determine in their um, review of the person's needs that that's necessary. So one of the the best examples with that would be perhaps a person has chronic mental health problems. Um, Many people end up uh, being transported either by ambulance or on their own to emergency departments in hospitals. That's not always the best place for them. We need more community mental health facilities, and we're working on that at the same time to make sure that it it shouldn't be that someone gets into a crisis to receive help, that they can actually receive help in a community mental health facility. So these changes to the Ambulance Act will facilitate that. Yeah, and I understand when you're dealing with somebody that could be uh, taken to a community mental health facility, as you said before, the, the odds are high higher that they would actually, the people that work within that facility may have seen this patient before and might actually uh, know how to comfort them and, and what they need in their patient history a little bit better than bringing them to an emergency room. Absolutely. And you want that person to receive that kind of care, but also that follow-up because the people in the community facility will get to know that person, will work with them and hopefully be able to help them um, become well again and not have these crises that sometimes put them into the emergency rooms of hospitals. This won't all, uh, this won't involve just people with mental illness. This will involve the ability for paramedics, you're saying, uh, if they see somebody that they can treat on site to treat them there and then release them on the scene. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And uh, treat and and release, that's the second part of the phase, but treat and refer will happen. Uh, We anticipate quite regularly this has already happened in Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island where For example, palliative care patients may need some symptom management. It'll allow the paramedics to go in to be able to treat that person for those needs without having to take them to the hospital, and then they can be followed up by their family physician or treating physician afterwards. Okay, I just want to go back to the beginning of our interview when I asked you what the province is proposing. You had kind of made mention that... um, that paramedics, when you get the 911 call, would be instructed on on what to do. So who's making the call on not going to the emergency room? Is that up to the person dispatching the paramedics or the paramedics themselves? 
that would be at the, the first phase of this would be the paramedics themselves. Phase two may involve some triage over the phone, but for right now, we want to um, see how this works and to um, allow the paramedics to make that determination. Of course, it's all going to be within their existing scope of practice, what they're permitted to do legally speaking, and they will receive training to make sure that they are able to make those on-the-spot decisions. Worst case scenario, uh, paramedics are called to a scene, they treat the person at the scene, they decide to release them there because they don't see any anything else happening, and then there's some, some unforeseen um, result of uh, being treated on the scene, uh, something they may have missed, and that person uh, their uh, their situation worsens. Who's who's going to be responsible for that? Well, that's where the training comes in. That's why we want to make sure that the paramedics have the tools necessary in order to make that determination. And, of course, in any situation, if the person who's unwell feels that they still want to go to the hospital, notwithstanding any recommendations the paramedic makes, the paramedics will still take that person to the hospital. The, the patient has that option and they are in control of their own medical situation. How does the, the uh, PC plan differ from the Liberals' plan to give paramedics uh, more discretion in where they uh, bring patients other than to the, the ERs and hospitals? Because apparently the Liberals were working on something like this. Well, they may have been, but they never quite got to it, and uh, I think it's really important that we deal with it uh, for two reasons. One is we've got a, a very big problem with hallway medicine, and we want to um, be able to treat people in the community as much as possible, and only those people that need to be admitted uh, should be admitted, but also it will result in better patient care for people receiving the care they need in the community where they can be followed in the case of a patient with mental health struggles. You want to make sure they can feel connected to their healthcare system throughout and it's not just a single point of entry through a hospital emergency department that may or may not lead to the care that they should have. So you said that the uh, Liberals failed to, uh, you know, follow through with their plan to give paramedics new powers. And that that's definitely true. But did you guys take a page out of what was a good idea on the Liberal front and decide, you know what? Yeah, this 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 was some good planning on their part. Let's run through with this. Actually, we heard a lot about this through paramedics themselves. They were the ones that came to us and said, we think you should take a look at it. We have an idea on ways that uh, we can improve care and help end hallway health care. So it, it just made sense to us. And so we've been working with paramedics and organizations, um, a number of health care professionals, and everyone um, wants to proceed with this. They think it's the way to go to improve care and reduce hallway health care. We're speaking with Christine Elliott. She is our health minister. And uh, y- this will save a lot of time. Back in 2017, when this plan was originally being forged, as I mentioned, by the Liberals, they estimated the that the handover time for paramedics at the hospital staff at the hospital staff in the ER took 40 minutes. That's 40 minutes. And we're hearing about this as a problem with the 911 dispatchers and like, where's my ambulance as well? It's stuck at the hospital because they have to wait to hand off. So this would avoid that and save some time for sure. In in some cases, is it still a 40 minute wait or do you know what the numbers are at now? It's it's unduly long, I can tell you that, and I have been in um, hospital emergency departments that are 
overcrowded uh, in many cases with uh, paramedics waiting with patients, with police waiting with patients. It's just very difficult for our healthcare professionals in the emergency department to do their work when when these um, patients are, are sort of stacked up without receiving care. So we need to um, we need to open up the system so that the paramedics can get back out on the road, the police can get back out on the road to do their work, and that people will receive care in a timely manner. So this isn't the only thing that we need to do to end hallway healthcare. It's part of a, a, a series of actions that we're taking. One of the benefits to this uh, reworking of the Ambulance Rule and Ambulance Act is that it would save a lot of money. Do we have an estimate on that? Uh, it's well, it will save some money, but it's not that's not really the point of the exercise. The exercise is really meant to give people the quality care that they need and in a place where they should receive it, not in a hallway. The timeline for this, uh, it, when will this become practice? I understand you're phasing this in in, uh, in different uh, situations. Yes, we have to. Uh, the, the regulations have been posted for comment for 30 days from September 6th. And then the comments, of course, will be taken into consideration. The standards will then need to be developed. And then it will be up to municipalities that are ready to start implementing phase one of the, um, the, the actions that we propose to take to apply. So it will be several months, but we know that we don't have any time to waste. So we will move forward as quickly as we can. But, of course, we need to hear from the public and from other healthcare professionals on uh, how to make sure it's refined to the best state possible. All right, you just placed out the call. How do how the public can get in touch with you and, and give you their feedback? Uh, people can get onto the uh, regulations website from the Ontario government, which they can access through the uh, Legislative Assembly website, and they can take a look at the regulations and they can respond directly through that portal. And comments uh, can be submitted until October the 6th. Yeah, that's correct. Christine, great talking to you today. Thanks so much. Wonderful. You as well. Thank you, Kelly.